It's after midnight and quiet and dark in San Francisco. Recently, I saw a documentary about the Church of Scientology. It shows the creation of a modern religion based on some of the more egregious flaws of modernity, a quest for money and power and the psychological naivete of the Enlightenment. It probably never occurred to the founders and certainly not to the IRS that separating church and state might make theocratic tyrannies more likely and more powerful. While watching the documentary, I was very tempted to condemn the followers of Scientology. But later I remembered my own years of extreme vulnerability to just such a trap a consoling belief system that is plausible on the surface, an ostensibly laudatory set of goals and practices, friendly and welcoming members, and an apparent defense against the brutal materialism, cutthroat selfishness and spiritual wasteland of the world I live in, modern American society. I cannot honestly condemn those who flee the despair that lies at the heart of the modern world. But those who prey on that despair to promote their own ends are monsters who deserve severe penalty. And that the state allows such organizations as the Church of Scientology to exist is itself almost a crime. Yet one that, quote, liberal, quote, principles prevent us, the hopelessly vacuous principle of tolerance being central to the toxic blend of impotence and active enabling of malignity at the heart of liberalism from dealing with. Here is our dilemma, or at least how it seems to me. We need, we being humanity in general, we need a source of moral truth and spiritual consolation for the malignity of matter and the malevolence of human beings. Liberalism is based on the Enlightenment belief that we could find both of these by way of reason and the sciences. But these have failed us in both tasks. And they have further undermined our ability to find them in any other sources. Reason and science, it turns out, cannot supply the certainties we need in order to live but they are very good at undermining all certainty, even a belief in science and reason. 
we are left with a civilization of power and wealth the world has never dreamed possible before. The power and wealth of gods. And psychologically and spiritually, we're divided into largely two groups. One, a near psychopathic leadership that is entirely invested in its pursuit of power and of wealth, and a, what you might call a laity that is a writhing mass of anxiety and desperation that manages to mask that anxiety through a combination of delusions, drugs, drink, and other substitutions and masks for their own plight. And now our civilization itself has turned against us and we are driving toward an Armageddon of life on earth that has not been seen in tens of millions of years. And the possible, even likely, suicide of our own species. We have turned into ourselves into a kind of monster. And we are running hellbent toward destruction, even though at any point, at any point, we could stop it. If nature had a mind and in any impulse toward self-preservation, it would spring another pandemic, this time of considerably higher lethality before we have finished tackling this one. The horrible thought, to be sure, but what else might stop us? How else stop humanity? How else to stop humanity's evils, I should say, without destroying so much of comparatively innocent life? A sad thought is that it is not most human beings who are guilty. We are weak and easily persuaded by pursuing to pursue pathetically inadequate, though grotesquely destructive palliatives for our often shabby lives. But the real evil is engendered by the would-be supermen among us who prey on us in order to increase their power and their wealth by any means possible. This is called pragmatism. However nihilistic, however murderous, however genocidal, For after all, the destruction of life on earth is the ultimate act of genocide. So, what are we to do?